Where the Stampede podcast. I'm your announcer for today, Jeremy Grethel, and let's get ready for kickoff. Good morning, Bills Mafia. And thank you for joining me, Jeremy Grethel, from Beware the Stampede here on our game day podcast today against the New England Patriots. First of all, if you're not following me, please go ahead and follow at BWR the Stampede on Twitter, BewareTheStampede.com. You can find us on our website and also on Instagram and Facebook at Beware the Stampede. So hopefully everyone is having a great day today. Hopefully you had a good fallback, happy and safe Halloween, and now we are on to the Patriots game. So, one thing I want to talk to you guys about real quick before we get into this is, if you go to BeWhereTheStampede.com, we are yet again partnering up with Joe from Believers Talk. My good buddy Joe is giving away an autographed Don Beebe jersey. Now, if you're not following Joe on Twitter, you can follow him at Believers Talk, and you can also subscribe to his YouTube channel, which is Believers Talk. Now, if you make sure you go ahead and do that, and a couple other ways to enter, you can find that on BeWhereTheStampede.com. So, make sure you go there, log your entries, get it in. We're actually running this through, I want to say it's the 22nd. It's the Sunday before Thanksgiving uh, is when that giveaway is going to shut down. So you got about three weeks left to go ahead and get those entries in. So make sure you go ahead and do that. So hopefully everyone's having a good day. Now let's talk about the Jets game and the Patriots game. All right. I'm trying to stay grounded. I feel good about this. I know the Patriots have won the division 18 of the past 20 years. But this, I think, is our year. I think this is the year we take the AFC East. Now, I'm still staying grounded because, again, I'm not going to count my chickens before they're hatched. A couple concerns about the Jets game. We all watched it 0-5 in the red zone for touchdowns against the Jets. Okay, not good. I know we didn't punt the ball, which is great. So we're moving the ball, but we need to score touchdowns, especially against a team like the Jets. That part concerns me. You know, Josh Allen had over 350 yards. Bass, obviously, we also went 6-for-8. And I'm going to talk about Tyler Bass. Before I even get into this, I want to talk about Tyler Bass, all right? I don't hate Tyler Bass. I love Tyler Bass, actually, and I've talked about this in previous podcasts. I'm not, I was not a big fan of House Money. I'm still not. I like Bass. I like how he played in college. I like the fact he's got a great leg. I understand he's missed a couple kicks. I understand for some reason it seems to be against the Jets because the only other kick he's missed is against Kansas City. But one thing you got to keep in mind, guys, he's a rookie, okay? He's a rookie. And while we could be mad at Tyler Bass for missing two kicks, let's not forget, he also won us the football game because we didn't score any touchdowns. So if we're going to be mad, you can't really be mad at the kicker for missing two kicks who won us the game compared to the fact the offense didn't score a touchdown. All right, so let's keep that in mind. Tyler Bass won us that game. Yes, the offense did move the ball, but at the end of the day, Tyler Bass is the one that put the points on the board. So let's be cognizant of that. I'm not saying he's not going to miss kicks. I'm not saying he's going to maybe blow a game for us. But what I am saying is, so far, I'm happy with his production. I'm happy with the fact this kid has a killer leg. I think that's going to be critical to our success as the season continues to go on. And we need to give him a little bit of bandwidth as far as possible mistakes. It's going to happen. The kid's a rookie. The good thing is, I think no fans in the stands is good for him. Gives him a year to adjust to the game, to not have you know, fans booing or whatnot in the stands if he misses a kick or if he's in hostile territory. So... Let's give him a little bit of leeway. He did win us the game. Okay? That's all I got for Tyler Bass. You know, Cole Beasley, 11 receptions for a career high for 112 yards. I would not be surprised to see him have possible similar numbers today based on the weather. You know, it's supposed to be really windy. 
Not going to be ideal weather. I'm not expecting Allen to be throwing, you know, 40-yard bombs most likely because it's going to be hard to do. So I would not be surprised to see a lot of screen passes, a lot of passes out of the slot. Same thing with Diggs. The other thing is defense finally showed up in the second half against the Jets. We've been waiting for it. I'm so glad it's finally shown up. I hope that wasn't just an anomaly and it continues to stay. We give up two first downs, and one of them was due to a penalty, and we only give up four yards. Four yards in the entire second half. And that's crazy. I don't even know how you do that. I mean, that's just, that, that blows my mind. Four yards of offense. You have an entire half of football, and all you could do was move it a, a net four yards. If you look at the second half for the Jets, the following drives were an interception, four punts, and then another interception. So they didn't do anything the second half. Hughes played a great game. He has first interception, two sacks, forced fumble, and six tackles. So I was very happy for Jerry. Big supporter of Jerry Hughes. And 3-0 in the division. What more can you ask for? You know, it wasn't the greatest game. It wasn't the cleanest game, but we'll take it. A win's a win, right? And at this point, I'll take them. And because, again, this is like last year's team sometimes. We see flashes of the new team where we put up 30, 31 points a game. And then we see flashes of the old team where it's the grinded out, we're having a tough time scoring, but we're still getting the points on the board to win the game. And it's this interesting transition because at the beginning of the year, it was we could just, you know, we were like Kansas City. We're just throwing points on the board with reckless abandon. Now, if you look at it, this Jets game was kind of a grinded out last year team game where we weren't scoring a lot. We were having a tough time getting in the end zone, but we were putting the points on the board and the defense stepped up to win the game. So now I'm starting to wonder, is this team finally showing up to morph to be able to have both sides of that? where when we need to, we can put 35 points on the board. But if it turns into a grinded-out game, our defense is going to stand tall and manage to keep the other team from putting up 40 points on us. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure how that's going to go. I haven't seen enough yet of the defense consistently to feel good about that. I think this week is going to be a true test because the Patriots, we should, I say should, be able to put away. So a couple things with the Patriots. First of all, we all know they've won the division, unfortunately, 18 of the past 20 years. But it does appear so far this year that that reign is over. The Patriots are off to their worst start since 2000, and they're two and a half games behind the Bills. They've only lost this division once since 2003, and when that happened, they had the same record as the Dolphins at 11-5, and which was in 2009, and Tom Brady missed all but the season opener. The big thing this year in the offseason of the Patriots was, is it Belichick? Is it Brady? Is it Belichick? Is it Brady? Well, I'm going to go ahead and say it's Tom Brady. Because you look at him at Tampa Bay. He's doing a pretty good job there. The Patriots are a train wreck. And I'll be honest, like I think Tom Brady has a better team, actually, in Tampa Bay anyway. He's got great receivers. You know, They brought back Gronk. Now he's got Antonio Brown, which I, I can't even imagine how that's going to turn out. Um, curious to see how that experiment goes down there. But... It's TB12, I guess, so he's back at it, and the Patriots are faltering, and that's fine. I don't care. Tom Brady's not our problem anymore, so I'm just happy that we got a shot win the division at this point. So what we need to do, one, focus on Cam Newton and force him to try and beat us. It's going to be hard for him. He doesn't have a lot of weapons right now. He is not nearly as good as he used to be in Carolina years ago. New England's had a tough time. They've had 11 turnovers in the past three games. Edelman's out. Harry's out. Because uh, Elman's got a knee injury, Harry's out with a concussion, so both of them are out. So now you've got basically guys from the practice squad filling in, trying to be your top receivers. And they've already had a tough time moving the ball. And they're not getting any help from their tight ends. 
their tight ends have done nothing for them. They've had eight receptions for 98 yards. And of those, Ryan Izzo, who's their starter, has had seven of them for 90 yards, which means out of their other tight ends, there's been one reception for eight yards. That's terrible production. I mean, you've got a position where you literally can't use it. And if you think back to Gronkowski, imagine Gronkowski and how important that position was in that offense. And now look at the fact that you've got guys where out of your tight ends, the entire season don't even have more than 10 receptions for 100 yards. Eight for 98 yards. That's terrible. Terrible. Two, we need to stop the Patriots ground game, and we need to get ours going. This year, the Patriots have gone over 200 yards twice, and they've been held under 100 yards twice. So either they're really good or really bad. And today, they're probably going to have to do a lot of rushing for a lot of reasons. Our defense has not been great against the run, as we all know. We ranked 21st, allowing 127 yards per game. And we've given up triple-digit rushing in each of the last three weeks. And obviously, as the Chiefs game we all saw was 245 yards. They've really got to stand in tall. They've got to close those holes. They've got to keep them from getting those big yards because we need to keep our defense off the field as much as possible. And my big concern is, is right now, we're not using the M&Ms. Okay? Again, I'm going to refer to M&Ms. Great candy. Halloween was yesterday. My kids have a ton of them. I prefer the milk chocolate ones. That's just me. You can criticize me for that. I know the peanut ones are good, and they've got like 10 different flavors now, but I'm still just like a traditional guy with those. I want to see more of M&Ms. Motor and Moss, I want to see them run. I am so sick of having running backs that don't run the ball. It's in the name, okay? Running back means they run. Run on the ground. A lot. That's what I want to see today. Because we don't use them nearly enough, and we have them on the roster. We didn't have a rush attempt from either Moss or Singletary before the seventh mark in the second quarter against the Jets last week. Okay? That's crazy. I get we can throw the ball. I get Allen can pass. I love that. But we need to run. He doesn't need to have these quarterback draw run plays. We don't need to keep passing downfield for 40 yards every play. Give it to the running backs. Establish the running game. Okay? We've not rushed over 100 yards in four of seven games this year. We need to establish the ground game. We have two capable running backs who I think can get the job done if they get the ball. So we need to do that. And Allen needs to give him the ball because Allen needs to start limiting his fumbling because that's becoming a problem yet again. I was hoping that was fixed. I was hoping we were kind of turning the corner there, but it appears that it is starting to rear its ugly head again. So let's start using our running backs more, especially a game like today where the weather is going to be windy. It's not going to be an ideal day to be passing 40 yards. So let's establish the ground game. Let the running backs do the work. Feed them the ball. Give it to M&Ms, Okay. We're going to stuff some candy down the Patriots' throats, hopefully. And the other thing is, they're not getting a lot of carries, and they're not being productive. I will say that. They're both under four yards of carry. However, they're not getting the ball that much. You know, if you're not giving the guys the ball, and they're getting it not till halfway through the second quarter, it's hard to kind of get yourself going sometimes. Some of these guys need to be constantly fed the ball to stay in a rhythm. And when you're not getting the ball, it's hard to be in that position. So feed them the ball. Okay, give it to M&M's, all right? Three, Josh Allen needs to play better. He's been playing great this year overall, but lately he's been struggling. His uh, quarterback ring, 84.2, he's third in the NFL. His interceptions rate has gone down for the third year in a row. He went from 3.8 from his first year to 2.0 to 1.5%. But he has had a few lately. He needs to be careful about that. He needs to protect the ball a little bit better. But he has played really well overall this year if we're looking at the entire picture 
However, the Patriots and Belichick have not been his friend. In his three losses to the Patriots, he's thrown three touchdown passes, five interceptions, and his 56.4 passer rating is the worst against any AFC opponent. So clearly, the Patriots have his number. I'm hoping, hoping that it goes better against the Patriots and that we've turned a corner playing these guys. It'll be interesting, too, because, again, Cole Beasley, career week last week with receptions. This week, it's going to be interesting because Gilmore's out. He has been ruled out. So Jackson is questionable. J.C. Jackson's still questionable. If he does play, he will be lining up, I assume, against Diggs. I'd be shocked if he didn't. And Diggs has been killing it. He's got 48 receptions for 603 yards already. To put this in perspective, right? Okay, 48 receptions for 603 yards. New England's top two receivers only have 40 receptions combined. Diggs himself has 48. So, again, you're looking at very opposite ends of the spectrum this year. I don't think, and I still didn't think, even when this happened, Cam Newton was going to be the answer. I was actually blown away. I'd said this multiple times that I thought it was insane that the Patriots were picked to win the division once they got Cam Newton. Once that all changed, they were then picked to be the favorites yet again. Uh, I just still can't understand that. Because on paper, to me, I still don't see where the Patriots were a better team. And then they threw Cam Newton in there thinking he was going to be the answer. Now, Buffalo was averaging 30.8 points through the first four weeks. The last three games, we've only averaged 17. So I feel like we're starting to transition back to last season, where we're having a tough time scoring. Allen's play has also gone down quite a bit over those past couple. His percentage for completion has fallen from 70.9 to 63.1, and his yards per attempt are down from 9 to 6.2. The other thing is, if you look at the offense, our total offense is 13th. We're averaging about 376 yards per game. Our total offense, though, we're at 24.9 points per game, which is 20th, with 60.7% scoring rate inside the 20, which leads our division, but is 22nd in the NFL. Now, that shouldn't be surprising when you think about that, because honestly, leading the division right now in that shouldn't be that hard. You've got the Jets, who are dumpster fire, who can't do anything right. You've got the Dolphins, who do put up a, you know, a good game here and there. I'm still mad about Fitz, by the way. I'm just going to go out in the record and say that. I think that was dirty, what the Dolphins did. I think if it was me, I would have let Fitz continue to play, even if I wanted to put in Tua, until he lost a game or he had a complete meltdown in a game. I think to take that team from him and the way they did was just dirty. So I'm just going to say that. I 100% feel for Fitz on that. And then you look at the Patriots, who are just the same thing. Like, they don't know what's happening. You know, Cam Newton's getting benched. You know, obviously, uh, their backup isn't any better. Fourth thing, penalties. Penalties are a killer. Okay, we took 11 penalties for 106 yards. We are fourth in the league in penalties. Okay, this is a crazy statistic. We have taken 48 penalties for 471 yards. Okay, 48 for 471. The Patriots are last in the league. They've taken 15 penalties for 169 yards. Now, granted, it's the Patriots. So, they probably get a lot of calls going their way. I'm going to say that. I feel like that's probably the case because it's the Patriots. But still, we also know Belichick's team, they're very disciplined. We can't give away free yards. We can't give away free yards to anyone. But if it's a game that it might be close, because anytime we allow them to continue to move the ball because of penalties, like the Jets, two first downs in the second half, one of them, 50% of those in the second half, was because of a penalty. So we need to be careful about the penalties. They're little mental mistakes most of the time that we just need to be aware of. Sometimes they're all more blatant and obvious. Sometimes they're just an offsides call. So we just need to be aware. Okay, Big thing to watch for today. 
do we have a lot of penalties? We know the Patriots probably aren't going to take many. So how many free yards are we giving up? Final note, weather. Forecasters are calling for a lot of rain and winds that could be up to 50 miles an hour. I don't expect there to be a lot of a lot of deep balls. I don't even think there's probably going to be a lot of long field goals. I'm going to be really surprised if anyone starts kicking 45-yard field goals today if it's that windy. It's going to make it really, really tough for the kickers, so I would not be surprised to see a lot of ground game this today, hopefully. Again, I feel confident in our running backs to be able to do that job. I'm also going to be a little curious to see what's going to happen. Are we going to use a lot of Diggs and Beasley? And I'll tell you right now, we run a lot of stuff out of the slot with Beasley again. We could put up some numbers quick. You know, I would not be surprised to see that. Again, Gilmore's out. You've already got Diggs having a better matchup than he would have against Gilmore. I still think he probably would have torched Gilmore, but at this point, he's not even going to have to worry about that um, because he's definitely not playing. And whether it really is his near he's being traded doesn't matter. It's the fact he's not going to be in the game. So we don't have to worry about him. Jackson, he's got a better matchup with Jackson for sure. I wouldn't be surprised to see Allen go for a decent amount of yards if we do these little dip and dunk plays. I want to see the running backs being more involved because I think this is going to be a big day for them. But again, I want to see rushing, a lot of it. I'd like to see these guys put up over 100 yards rushing today, hopefully more like 150 because I think they could do it pretty easily uh, as long as they continue to get fed the ball. I want to see us not make mental mistakes. That's one thing. I'd like to see the penalties drop. And the other thing I want to see is, is let's just make smart decisions. You know, I want to see Allen make smart moves. You know, don't always force it. He's, I feel like he's going back to his rookie year a little bit here. Um, or even last year, he's starting to force things. And he doesn't need to do it. You've got more than enough talent on this team. On paper, it's a great team. In reality, it's a great team. He just needs to not always think he's going to be the answer to, to get done what needs to be done. And the defense needs to carry on from the Jets game. You know, we need to see that continue. And today's a good matchup for that. It's going to be probably on the ground. Cam Newton, I don't think is that good. The Patriots have no one to throw to. Their, top, their two top receivers are out of the game. I mean, if there's any game where the Bills can really put themselves back on track defensively, today should be it. You had great momentum from the Jets game in the second half. You just need to carry that through to today on the Patriots. And you need to make this a statement game. I'm not saying you need to win by 30 points. I would love it if they did. But you need to go out there and you need to take this division. This is the game where you get to turn the tables finally. Because you go out there and you take that division, you have commanding lead in the division. This is our year, and we need to take advantage of that. And today is one of the biggest games we're going to play this year because this is our opportunity to really stake that claim on winning the AFC East. We go in there and we throttle the Patriots. You know, we play solid defense. We put up 30 points on the Patriots. I'll tell you right now, we put up 30 points. We win this game. This is not going to be a track meet with the Patriots. They can't do it. They do not have it on paper. They do not have it in reality to keep up. So if this turns into a shootout, and again, I don't see that happening, but if it does, they're going to get blown out. They just don't have the weapons. Even on a good day, they don't have the weapons. Defensively, they're hurting. Offensively, they're hurting. Cam Newton's a disaster lately, so want to see pressure. Let's not make stupid mental mistakes. Let's get the ball to the running backs. Let's put some points on the board. Let's go ahead and take the division. So today's our day to do it. Today's going to be a good day. With that being said, I'm going to let everyone get back to their Sunday. Hope you all have a great day. Enjoy the game today. I know I'm expecting to enjoy it. I'm looking forward to it. I don't usually look forward to the Patriots game, but I am looking forward to this. This is one of the games at the beginning of the season that we knew was going to be a critical game, and now it's here, and it's a game we can win. 
and it's a game we can win handily if we make the right plays, we don't make the mental mistakes, and our defense steps up like they did in the second half of the Jets game. I feel good about this game. You should feel good about this game. I want to see the running backs get the ball. I want to see Moss run. I want to see Singletary run. M&Ms. Running backs. It's in the name. Running back. All right? I'm excited. You should all be too. Make sure you enter your entries for the Don BB jersey giveaway. BewareTheStampede.com. Make sure you're following Joe at Believers Talk. Follow me at BWR the Stampede on Twitter. Hope you all have a great day. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. So, in the meantime, go Bills and beware the Stampede. <laughs>